What Happened to Your Accent is produced by Fat World, the Caribbean Podcast Network. Hey, hey, lost your accent or warm to you? What happened to your accent? 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 ¿Qué le pasó a tu acento? I feel a change of planet flowing through the atmosphere. Yes, 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 yes. Get in line. We are here. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Everybody get excited because it's the Caribbean Christmas, the Caribbean holidays. And you know we have to do some parang. Parang is got to play. Of course. You know, you're the man saying one thing, want a piece of pork. And um, of course, everybody got to know this is Scrunta, piece of pork. Um, you sure ver- sound a jerk pork in one. <laughs> I wonder what kind of pork can one for Christmas. <laughs> the other. The, the other, other meat. white meat. <laughs> anyway, anyway. What's up, everybody? What's up? This is What Happened to Your Accent. Yes. I'm here. But yeah, you know, my name is Mansa. I'm- and jerk sauce. Of, I'm here. Of course. The of, lid off the jar. Of course, man. It's holiday season. Oh, man. It, 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 it caught up to me. Listen, I, I wasn't even paying attention and it, it just turned into the holiday season. Let me tell you something. They had the turkeys out and on sale after the back to school. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Halloween stuff just got put out like, you know, right after the kids went into school. The Halloween rush went and boom, Christmas. Christmas things have been out in the stores from before Thanksgiving, yeah. For a while now, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'll, I'll let you know right now, I, I was just letting everybody know in my circle, in my family, that you're not getting nothing this year. Let me tell you something. Everybody's getting a hug, <laughs> a handshake. I love you. Everybody's getting their flowers. They're getting their verbal flowers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Don't include me on no group text message. If I ain't heard from you or I ain't seen you or you ain't text me off the rip on a regular day, please leave me out of your mass group text messages. Let me tell you why that gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. Because every year I go through an annual purge, right? right. And I don't just clean out mentally but I clean physically as mm-hmm, well mm-hmm. and not just things out of my home right but I clean out my phone I clean out my email box right right um I'm a firm believer of if you are to receive new blessings you have to clear out and get rid of some old stuff that's no longer a serving you mm-hmm. or it's it's expired you're not using it mm-hmm. you know and that goes for contacts as well so what happens during the holiday season I have a whole bunch of phone numbers <laughs> Not even names. That anybody that knows jerk sauce personally, they know that if you coming up as a phone number, the chances of me answering the phone are slim to right. zero. They're just like mm-hmm. negative five. Right, okay? right, right. So this is what happens during the the holiday season for you. It's a time of renewal, right? And it's a time as as Caribbean people, you know how we get down. It's it's a stressful time in in, in many ways than one. And, And today's episode is going to be focusing on surviving the Caribbean holidays. Yes, surviving the Caribbean Christmas. Um and I think it's very interesting because I realized a few years ago that I am not 
a big holiday person. Right. I don't care what holiday is. The <laughs> only holiday I really, really celebrate and get excited about is my birthday. You know, right, that's right, my, right. you know, rotation around the sun. Right, you know? right, right. Um, I don't subscribe to Thanksgiving much anymore. Um you know, I've taken the liberty of redefining these days for myself. Right. And I had to come to terms and accept that mm -hmm. and and give myself validation that that was okay, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, uh, I used to get criticized by friends and family members. Oh, you're such a Grinch. Like, you don't decorate. You don't do nothing. And I'm like, nah. I'd rather take the day to get some rest, to recharge, <laughs> restore. Why should I go into debt um, to buy you a, a big sweater thing. that you're not going to wear? That's true. Uh, let me let me start out because that, that happened like a few years ago when I was having a conversation with my um, family. I try to do some secret Santa, secret snowflake type thing where I was like, everybody <laughs> just took a name out the hat and buy, one. and buy one gift. Right, and right. these are some real Christian people, you know? So they it's supposed to be a celebration of the life the of birth Jesus of Christ, Christ yes. right? Yes. He just keeps born on this day. And so our Savior was born. That Christian movement, that's how they think, right? So I'm sitting there like, listen, well, it's not supposed to be about money. And I'm I have all these people to have to buy a gift for, and the the money is is a lot. I said we spend so much money during this time, and we're not focusing on what the the purpose of the holiday is. I I can agree with that. Um, you and, know, and my, they just need to a let you know, sticker. Let me just wrap up. I just want to say this: they shot my mother and father shot that idea down quickly out to the air. Really? What kind, you're just cheap. You're just the cheap. I'm sitting here like, yo, listen, you the same people complaining about money and all that. And at Christmas time come, I come with an idea that's about buying one personal gift right. for somebody. Just one. Right, right. Everybody going to get a gift. It's just going to be one gift. One gift, gift instead of... So they, I feel like bumper stickers need to be made. You know how the bumper stickers say, keep Christ in Christmas? Right. Which I agree with. Mm -hmm. Um we take capitalism out of Christmas. Yeah. I feel like capitalism mm -hmm. ha is now the driving force for the holidays. Now, if that's your thing and that's what you want to subscribe to, that's on you. Me, as for me and, and jerk sauce and, and jerk sauce things, no, I don't yeah. subscribe to that I because totally it agree. doesn't make sense economically. So I realized this. Hold on. 10 story and I want. I realized one year that... Every holiday season at the end of the year, <laughs> I was sending myself into debt Yeah, for buying, I got to get something for this person. I got to get something for and right. aggravating my finances, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Only to then spend the first half of the new year climbing out of that debt, getting back to square one where I started at the, before the end of last year. Yeah, so yeah. how am I supposed to now level up, you know, six months out of the year only mm -hmm. to then repeat that vicious cycle at the yeah, end of the year. Yeah. Now, some people will argue Chris, Christmas comes the same time every year. You can prepare for it. You can mm -hmm. organize it. And yes, you can. You can set up digit accounts, right? You mm -hmm. can throw a little... I'm starting to believe you work for digit, Joe. I 
third, third or fourth time. I don't, but they you should. Didn't. They should you mail me a check. You've been sending messages here's out a, here. Here's a disclosure. Digit, if anybody works for Digit, please send us a check. Sponsor Facts. the show. What happened to your accent? Hit us up on IG. <laughs> but currently, as of now, we are not receiving a check. But I mention it because it's still a good tool. Right, right, Remember right. last episode, we had money guru, financial uh, king, uh-huh. Mr. Ash Cash yeah, on talking about um, finances and getting organized around your finances. I just don't feel that people organize their gift giving and their gift giving spending mm-hmm. in that same manner, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. always this mad dash. Some people, like my mom, what she used to do when I was a child, she would um, she would start buying gifts ahead of time, right. like in September, and mm-hmm. then stash them around the house and then lie to me, oh, it's my coworker's daughter's birthday. And next thing you know, Christmas morning, I'm opening up, you know, the same Barbie doll that I saw back in July, right? Right, right, right. So she got strategic with it. Me personally, uh, I subscribe to, like, I'll do a Secret Santa. I'll participate in that. Mm-hmm. Or I'll pick one person that I really want to get something for. Right. Because I feel like I give gifts all throughout the year. And that, that's what it should be. And I, I think it's just changing the ways, you know, as Caribbeans, Christmas was the time where a lot of money is spent not only on gifts but also on the celebration itself mm-hmm. you talking about cooking a great big meal right at that point in time you're talking about all types of food and drinks and everything like that situated setting up the events that you have to go to you know and i think it's 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 going to be a great opportunity because we have so and there's so many different things goes in in terms of the caribbean there's so many people celebrate it kind of in the same way mm-hmm. but everybody got their own little twang to it yeah you absolutely. know and and that's what i love i think you're talking a lot about just the financial and the stressful part about it and there's also this other piece to it where we do enjoy coming around friends <laughs> Coming around family, it's really a time to get together because we don't necessarily celebrate things like, well, we don't celebrate things like Thanksgiving in the Caribbean. So this is kind of our kind of, you know, Thanksgiving like celebration Mm -hmm. where we come together, um, you know, and I I think it's a great opportunity for us to explore that. And you guys are going to hear a little bit about that later on in the episode. A couple of our audience members sent in some really great um whatsapp voice notes yeah we got some participation y'all yeah man really highlighting um how they celebrate christmas within their islands and their thoughts around the the the, the holiday season and how they manage it and what they miss about those times because remember yeah. when migration happens and you're no longer there in your element mm-hmm. um that you grew up in uh, celebrating in the way that you're accustomed to. Right. You know, so now you have to adjust and you have to uh, create something new. It's an opportunity to create something new. For sure. For sure. So let's start out, uh, Jerk Sauce, with one. Let's begin, right? Let's t- check one of our voice notes out and see what they're saying about their experience in terms of the Caribbean holiday. I'm Janet Davis. And I'm from the country of Jamaica originally. What I miss most about spending the holidays in the Caribbean is just the whole vibe um, and the whole preparation as it comes up to Christmas. Um, Grand Market night and how we clean the house and how we season up and cook up the food and make the cake and everything like that. And then, you know, after we finish prepare that we dress up in our Christmas colors and we got to this got on to, to to Spanish stone and we buy up some things and you know just make yourself festive and you just feel a good vibe and you with your family you drink a, a two beer at two 
you know, a little liquor here and there, but you just feel merry. It's just the whole celebration thing. It's not even about selling or buying anything, but just being together and just having fun as a family. How I manage being away, it's still hard because you don't have that much family, but I live on memory and I try to do the same thing as I would back home by preparing on Christmas Eve, fixing up the house, cooking, Jamaican-style Christmas and all of that. So that's the best way to do it. Oh, yeah, I want you to show me your colors and bend, bend, bend. Personally, let me just say that's that's my, my sis set that in for us, man. And Thank you, know, you, sis. Yeah, man. She's as Jamaican as they come. I bet you know uh, way more Jamaica than me. If you want, if if in terms of, she was down there way longer than I was. Copy. My sister came up here when she was probably in the twenties, thirties. Oh, twenties, thirties. So she definitely talk about a true TC certified man. Certified. True TC. And I'm pretty sure that you know, like she was saying, you know, those are the kind of the things that they do down in JA. It's a big, so it's a, it's a biggest holiday for them, you know, for us. Excuse me, talking like I'm not part of that whole thing. <laughs> um, but the, the the fact that you get together with family, that's big down in our, our in our culture. Yeah, you know? yeah. The the togetherness. Um, I was having a conversation with Mama Jerk Sauce the mm-hmm. other day, because uh, she calls me a Grinch sometimes. How you so mean? But I understand how you so mean. <laughs> and you know, I was sharing my side of it, and she offered another perspective. She said, "Well, think of it this way: this is <clears throat> one of the few times of year that." We're all able to get together because we all don't have our normal obligations Mm -hmm, to tend to. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You know, this is a time where we can check in on each other physically and make some eye contact and and, and reaffirm, you know, each other and and just, you know, have a a year in review and be reflective together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's what happens. You know. I think you're, you know, they talk about, you know, weddings and funerals bring families together. But yeah. I think the career, the holiday season definitely does do that as well. It's more of a time for people to come. And as you said, get that that check in. Um, so funny enough, yeah. I've never experienced Christmas in Jamaica. Oh, wow. Uh, most of all of my Christmas Day experiences uh, as a child mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting because I'm an only child. Right, right. And so my parents at the time, you know, we did the whole tree thing. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, when I was a younger, younger, my dad, he would, um, you know, I would say, I have the conversation about Santa and all those things. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in that respect. Right. And then, you know, the next day family would come, we would get up early. Mm-hmm. That's so the traditional American Christmas. Right. As I got older, uh, we shifted away from that and we embraced Kwanzaa. The most interesting holiday season was when my mother was integrating Kwanzaa. My mom and my dad were integrating Kwanzaa into my life. That is, uh, you know, that's amazing. I, you know, I tried that with my parents. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, I t- my parents are, are super Christians, you know, um, it's, it's almost cultish. Um, and so when I tried to talk to them about Kwanzaa, they really looked at it like it was some Babylon type thing where it was like, that's the devil, you know, <laughs> really like that's what it was. And I was trying to explain to them that, no, this is not, this actually is complementary to your right. religion. It's, it's not about, 
it's not about religion. It's not about God or anything. It's really about ancestral connection. It's like connecting to your, your roots and your history. And principles. And principles, right, that we all could agree on, right? And mm -hmm. of unifying us as a people. And so I think the message was lost, right? They, mm -hmm. I don't think they were in a place where they were ready to receive that. And that you were giving them the wrong messenger. You were sending mm -hmm. the right message with the wrong messenger. Mm -hmm. A lot of times... Our parents, we can say something to our parents till we're blue in the face and someone else can come and say the exact same thing. Bet you if Joel Olstein got on the TV and said Kwanzaa, yeah. then your parents would have been all over it. But like, the, my, oh, my problem. And that's the big problem. We can go. Into that's a, whole a separate segment. show. That's a whole <laughs> segment where they want to listen to each that's we don't another listen to show. Each other, that's you know? another show. <laughs> but definitely come like that. that I, I, I celebrate Kwanzaa now. Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, my experience growing up, I spent a portion of my life in JA, and I don't remember much about that celebration, to be honest. I can think about, uh, I was younger at the time, so I'm sure there were some things that were happening, but right. I came up here when I was around eight, nine. And so for a portion of the time when I can remember things, it was we were boarding with some people and um, we had a horrible experience with them. So I don't think Christmas was a happy time. For mm. me and my sister during you don't, that time You period. don't associate Christmas with happiness and together During that time. During that, okay. Right. When I got up here to the States, we had a much more, like you said, a traditional kind of American-esque Christmas. They would still cook up. Uh, my mother would still cook up really good food the day before. How was the sorrow? Um, yo. Yo, listen, you owe me a jar of sorrow. Yo, I'll I'll see what they do because I'm supposed to go down to um down, down to Georgia um for the holiday season this year. I see what my mama got. I'm pretty sure she made some sorrow, but she used to cook make that sorrow up early. Listen, and I they will threw send some rice you. in the bottom. Yep, yep. And put it in the uh, in the it, cupboard in, in the dark for yep, like a good two months. Yep. And then let that joint bubble up. Sometimes they'd have the sorrow from last year. Yep. That's the best. And you when you bust it, pss, yep. when you bust it open, the fermentation. Ooh. That shit is right. Yo. It is ready. That and a rum kick. Rum kick was one Mansa. of my mom's specialties. Everybody listening, Mansa, anyhow, me not get piece of rum kick. Yo, I got and you. some sorrel. I got you, man. Okay. Look, I, I got just, you. Soon just, I go make... down there. I hope they give me some because I know how they, <laughs> they be handing that joint out. And hopefully, hope I get, hopefully I, they have a special bottle for me. Maybe I'm a, mom I, should sell it. it what's, what's matter of fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put my order in right after this. Facts. Because if I don't do that, I want to make sure that I get that. But that we did, we had that. There was a traditional things that we did um, that incorporated more the American and mm -hmm. the Jamaican um, elements of it. Of course, we had, we had Christmas breakfast. Yeah, um, Mama Jerksaw still does that. And yeah. I be yelling at her too mm. because she be having me in the kitchen for like three days, son. <laughs> season up things, Yo, right? listen, season here's the thing. Chopping up and all I don't that. mind helping. I actually enjoy cooking. Mm -hmm. But if you're telling me this is a day off and I'm supposed to be like resting and relaxing, I don't want to be on my feet cooking from mm -hmm. sun up to Sunday. I don't want to do it. Right. But right. I do it out of a love and mm -hmm. a space of, okay, this is a time that I get to be with my a jerk sauce. This is a time where I get to commune with her and do something that she wants to do right. for the family. But mm -hmm. I can't lie, that Aki and Saltfish in the morning Yo, with, the, with the banana and the fried dumpling. I have Aki and Saltfish banana bami, breadfruit. Um, sometimes they would do some boiled <gasps> banana, some boiled dumpling. 
but fried dumpling was like the thing. I used to like fried dumpling a lot. Listen and, to me. And then sometimes Sosumba and the um and the red herring. And people don't know about that because that's that yeah, it's bitter. I yeah, I know you lost your face. You don't know you don't see your face. Run down. Rundown, rundown, yes. Mommy, yo, mommy make a mean rundown. Mm. Mommy make a mean rundown. That breakfast was everything, yo. And then, and then they used to have a glass of orange juice and she pull out the fine china. It's when they get the Christmas china. Yo. They make sure, and she she, she, she shine it. So That's it's right. shiny. That's Everybody right. Everybody sit down. You say a prayer. That's right. You go around the, you go on the table, say something that you're thankful for. You better hope that Auntie Nama and I said a prayer. Are, are, yo, because you ain't eating for like an hour. Because I'm going to pray for every Everybody, I get a blessing that yes, day. Yeah, everyone go around and then bless everybody in the line. That's right. Before you can even touch the food. That's right. But once you did that, you know it was great times. And then mm -hmm. we talk about Christmas dinner. And then sometimes my parents were very, uh, they loved to invite people from a lot of. They were really into their church family. Right, right, right. And so they're it's very sociable people. Right. My parents were like, but you have some church people and they're not sociable. You oh, I, I have quite a few of those in my family. <laughs> just, I just don't talk about it. <laughs> so, just... so, so, uh, so, but they really would carry people come over, and it was a big celebration. I, my parents were fun in that in, the, mm -hmm. in those spaces. Right, they would, they would tell jokes, what? sit down and laugh. And my mother is a you know as hard as she is as as. As as sometimes harsh as my mother is, she can tell a joke. That's good. And when that when you're around, let's say my uncle Mikey'd come up sometimes, and if he's there, let's say you said everybody have an uncle Mike. Yo, somewhere. that's and that <laughs> shout out to Stephen. That's Stephen's father, you know. Okay. And that's his, and that's um and Stephen's our engineer. But and Steve, yo, I say Uncle Mikey is loved by the family. Mm. Everybody love Uncle Mikey. Uncle Mikey comes up, and when Uncle Mikey and bring laughs, fish. Yeah, man, then bring fish. Uncle Mikey, bring fish. He, he the one that cooked the rundown. If you want great Yo. rundown, <laughs> you wait for Uncle Mikey to come to cook the rundown because he can do that the best. And when he sit down and you laugh mm -hmm. and we tell jokes and we laugh and we're, you know, the funnest times. And if you get daddy, go, go play some dominoes and... You know, so the dominoes start Listen. running night done, you know, because nobody will get up from the table till you get your six. Domino game serious, and I'm going to say people mash up over Domino Yo. game. And my father, notorious, you can't get up. Look, it's a man have to go for murder and say, yo, Bridget, you're dead on five, you know. <laughs> so just make sure and say, when we get shot, critical. For, you go to the hospital after the game because you're dead on five. Let's hear from one of our other... Uh, listener voice notes how they're surviving caribbean and what their caribbean christmas experience is like for sure let's go okay so uh the holidays for my family and myself um basically depending on where you are so if you're in barbados christmas is sunshine christmas it's happy christmas not merry christmas like here in the states um if you want beautiful lights there's warren's that's where it's lit, literally lit. And it's beautiful. The houses are decorated beautifully. Um, as opposed to here, we have options like Rockefeller Center, Sheepshead Bay, um, or that law firm on Flatlands that does it up every year. And they have West Indian flags on the little merry-go-round that they have. Um, again, if you're in Barbados, the food that hits home for you is Jug Jug. It's special um, and it's definitely made for Christmas. Um, and for New York, for us in New York here, ham. Ham is the staple Christmas <laughs> dish. Um, so again, Christmas for us is family, food, fun, and wonder. 
Um, and no matter where we are, no matter where we are, Barbados or New York, the one constant is always family and there's always love there. Um, it is truly a magical time of year. I wow. need to taste this jug jug. And I was looking it up. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I didn't know what jug jug was. And and shout out to, to Melly Mel. All know, right, Mel. Um, who is uh, one of the, the strongest... Uh, best Bajan person that I know. Um, she represents that country to the fullest. So shout out to you, Mel. Bajan to the bone. Yes, for real, for real. And so they say it, it's um it's about boiling pigeon peas um until soft. Okay. And um they use some salt, um some salted meat, and so or you could use fish. Well, I think it's just meat here. So I'm going to have to ask Mel more about the um, ingredients for it, but it seems like it's used with pigeon peas as part of it. Mel, when you listen to this, make sure you bring me some, yes? Thanks. Yeah, my, yeah I want to taste that. Hopefully, oh, and, and hopefully, um, you know, we have our Kwanzaa celebration going down here at the crib. So I, I invited Mel. Hopefully, Mel, when you listen to this, make sure to say, you know, if you're coming, bring us some of the jug jug so we can taste it. Well, wait a minute. She talked about... Um, the lights and that triggered like a really mm -hmm. beautiful memory for me so jerk sauce story time i uh grew up spending a lot of time with my maternal grandmother god rest her soul and in her house her husband would not allow her to put up a tree mm -hmm. he was in church eight days a week eight days and so for him he didn't really respect the concept of the tree or you know anyway that's a that's a sordid story but anyway so what my grandmother would do she would put up christmas lights and she would put them she would decorate the whole apartment different colors mm. different flashing intervals and then she would turn off all of the lights and on the nights that he left the house and went to church she and i would sit down and we would watch tv with just the christmas lights and so mm. anytime I see Christmas lights, yeah. they they even though I'm not into the holiday decoration, me and my mom got into a big argument about that one year because mm -hmm. that's a whole nother story. But every Christmas lights, I will always respect because yeah. of that connection and that time I got to spend and bond with my grandmother mm -hmm. under the Christmas lights. Oh, that's a beautiful memory, man. Yeah, I, I my parents, we used to put up lights, too. We used to put up lights. I wasn't too into decorations and stuff like that. I could, yeah, like it wasn't like I needed to to be there for me to enjoy the season, but they were part of it. It definitely was out there. And my mother definitely put up a little tree, little tree, little tree that they buy from like <laughs> one of the 99 cent store or something like that. They used to throw some ornaments up. Listen, it can't be more than like $50. That tree like don't that. die. Yeah, they keep every year they bring it back up. But one thing I love about real Christmas trees is that pine scent Yeah, the, at, at the end of the season mm -hmm. and the tree starts to shed. Oh, you can't. Oh, man. You like that. That I smells found that to really be good. annoying. I had to clean up that. <laughs> that's the why, probably why clean up I had to clean the pine and all that. Yeah, I wasn't with that. Because I think, I don't know where they used to get it, but they used to have the wreath. Mm -hmm. And they used to have, I don't know where they got it. And knowing my parents, they probably found it kind of from some funeral home or something like that. I don't know. I can't They hustlers, so I don't know. Your um, dad, my dad stepped in got with the in silver tongue. <laughs> and told him, look, let me just get that. <laughs> let me pry that real quick. Word, we'll man. bring it back. But let's hear from our last uh, 
uh, audience uh, member here uh, describing their Caribbean holiday experience? I think for me, the biggest thing that I really miss is the, the sense of community that we have back home, you know, because Christmas Eve would be about your friends. You know, Christmas Eve, everybody go down to town. You spend pretty much the whole day there. You meet everybody you have to meet. And then by nine, 10 o'clock, you should be going home because you have to go to church. And then midnight mass for the Catholic community, you know, was, was the thing on Christmas Eve. Um, you'd have people showing up who have never set foot in church for the entire year, but they know on Christmas Eve, they have to come to church, you know? And then seeing everybody from the community in the church all gathered in one place to really celebrate together, that was one of the things that I miss the most. And then, I mean, besides the the obvious, the food, you know, the authentic sorrel, you know, you know the bootleg sorrel they have here, but the sorrel, um, fruitcake, you know, fruitcake, you can make fruitcake here, but it doesn't taste the same. You know, it's, it's, and it's, it's really just simple things. Like the, the reason for the season is really, um, yeah, man. And I, I could totally agree with that. That's, that's a great, and this person is from Dominica. Wow. That's great, mm-hmm. man. That, that's... Not to be confused with the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Yes. Let's not confuse that. Um, and yeah, that sounds like a wonderful, that sounds like a, and also a lot of connection to Caribbean culture. Like we know that going to church. Yeah. That's like part of it. I think that should be at the heart of it. I don't, I actually don't go to church anymore. I Mm -hmm. used to go to church, Mm -hmm. um, on like, because I was forced to, you know what I'm saying? But now that I moved over to Kwanzaa, it's not, that wasn't like a, a, it's not like a mandatory thing I put for myself now. So for me. I do both, mm-hmm. right? So <clears throat> I would go to church with my mom, go to service, uh, and and you know, right the day after Christmas, acknowledge mm-hmm. Kwanzaa, which I think is like a beautiful marriage of both um things that my parents uh both supported and mm-hmm. instilled in me. My dad is like the African historian, so right. Kwanzaa was like his thing, mm-hmm. and then my mom, you know, Christmas was her thing. Right. And one year we had a Christmas tree. And a Canara. Canara. Like that was, I was like, that was the best of both worlds. Call call that, that, that's the, see, acculturation, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's an image of acculturation. Yes. You know, and so I really want to make sure that we get to this too, because we talked a lot about, you know, and we've heard from many people about their Caribbean holiday experiences, Mm -hmm. but there also is a way to survive this because we do know, we talked a little bit in the beginning about finances. I feel like we gave some really good strategies. Use that secret snowflake, that one gift a person for you. Use that. But yes. there's also some other pieces to it. It's some interactions that sometimes we don't acknowledge that happens in Caribbean households. Like, for instance, when you walk through the door, the first thing they look at is the body. <laughs> What's the first comments you usually get from Caribbean people when you walk through the door? Why are you get so fat? You're fatty? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Are you shitting me? And it'd be the big fat per- Yo, person out of the family I talk them things, you know. Listen, I don't have time. I that that's when you will get the side eye and I will step past you. Right. Because I'm not 10 anymore. So you can't just say shit. Right. And just crazy, get away with it. Me and just get away with it. And just get I remember there was one Christmas I almost got into a fight. 
Whoa. with a family member. Like, Jesus. Yeah, I was, I was Aye. not playing. Um, he had said something real crazy under his breath, and I was like, "Well, you can leave. Like, if you want to leave, the door is right there. We don't. Nobody needs you here. Like, Come I, on. yeah, I know you've never really seen me in that light. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but nah, yeah, but that, the that's... lid was off. The pepper was out. <laughs> No, but that's that's what happens, right? Because they hit you from the door, like, oh, yo, yo, we all lift so much iron. We are trying to, and so like it's always, and I think for many of us, you know, especially Caribbean millennials who are more IC, you know, you're gonna find that we don't take lightly to that, like that. You, it's first thing you see, you see me. I haven't seen you in months. Sometimes the whole entire year, right? And the first thing that come out your mouth is that, and I don't know why that's culturally appropriate for us but it, it's not like we, need to, we need to stop that. it's not but here's the issue that i have and i am personally working through this i don't see you i don't talk to you i don't like you 364 days of the year mm -hmm. and you think this one day you showing up to why why do i want to break bread with you this one day right i don't like you I don't associate with you on purpose. Mm -hmm. I keep you out of my sphere on purpose. 364 days a year. Mm -hmm. And this one day we supposed to break bread and be cool. I get it. And, and every relationship is different. And so you're speaking specifically, like in your family, where you're saying that there's 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 some people that you there's don't- There's people, I just, I, dog, I don't even like you. So I'm not <laughs> even going to pretend on this one day right. just because you showed up for Christmas dinner. I'm not going to- and, that, and, and so I think some of the ways to survive that is sometimes for me, one of the strategies I used to use was like hitting back as soon as I come in. So I, before you hit me, I hit you. <laughs> Wow, Monty, you look biggie. Wow, that's but really. But at some time, it, it catches them off the door guard. With the clap back. I, I come back. I come. I come. I come bearing gifts. <laughs> I'm, I'm shooting you before you shoot to me. That's one. But that's a very immature way. And uh, I think, but I usually do that because sometimes having conversations with Caribbean, older Caribbeans, mm -hmm. they're not gonna hear what you have to say. So you just have to use your own little techniques to try to diffuse the situation before it gets where it needs to go. The technique I use is I keep myself busy. Mm. So before everyone has completed eating dinner, I'm up washing plates in the kitchen. I see what I'm you're busy. You're busy. You can't, oh, I can't, I can't really talk to you right now. Let me just pack up the, you know, I'm on the cleanup committee and right, I throw on right. some soca and just zone, and out. zone out. I don't, I don't engage. Mm -hmm. um, I tread very lightly and I know, I always know when it's time to go. That's true. And I think, and also just uh, one of the things that you also have to be to survive the holiday experience is too, is just know so the WhatsApp messages are coming. Know so that people are going to be requesting certain things and um, just understand that that's happening and make sure so you prepare for that. Always and if you so, I'm always about uh, um, being prevention better than cure. They always say all day. So around Christmas time, what I will go around doing sometimes purposely is, or is you know purposely is basically running into the people and saying to them, "Hey, I want to let you know that I'm going through a hard time right now." Right, being honest about and I'm you broke. Are. Um, so, you know, basically that would be my way of helping people understand to not ask me for nothing. Cause around this time, I don't have <laughs> nothing to give you. So you can hit back first. You can go first. You can try this method of just hitting back first. 
you know what it did for me? I, you know, a couple of, there were a couple of years where back to back, I would always find myself at a deficit around this time of year. And it would put me in a messed up mental state where like, damn, I don't got no, like I would feel guilty Mm -hmm. that I didn't have um, resources to now overextend myself and buy things for everyone. Right. And I said to myself, and I had to really take a step back and take a full assessment. I said, well, all of my bills are paid. Okay, check. I took care of my obligations and my responsibilities, mm-hmm. first and foremost. I, I have money in my savings account. Check. Right. Okay, great. Um, you know, I just don't have right now. I'm I'm working on projects. You know, I'm I have my investment monies where they need to be. Okay. I just don't have this disposable income to buy you a sweater. Okay, so now I'm going to make myself feel like trash because, you know, of this one thing. Um, And also you see a spike in depression and Mm -hmm. a lot of um, emotional turmoil and things like that during the holidays. People get really triggered. Yeah, yeah. So, But I I just have to say, and mm -hmm. this is not in in any way, shape or form, um, I think positive what i'm going to say here but people too beggy beggy <laughs> getting tired of that man they too they just too much wait, and people wait, wait. To... dog are you about to bring up your man with the playstation yo <laughs> and just asking for things that are way beyond the your, your means <laughs> is he still asking for the playstation no yo yo listen after a while i just stopped answering the whatsapp messages sometimes you have to put you know make sure that so you 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 do these things because there are family members that you know will try to take advantage of the situation. They think that's so you're there far and it means you have money. And the only people that I really am going to be holding down are the people like my grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, I make sure it says she go get something, right. you know? Um, maybe my uncle Mikey or like, you know, Alicia or somebody like that, my cousin. But I can't take care of everybody. And we have to, I think just surviving as we're talking about here yeah. is understanding that financially we don't have it. And you have to be comfortable with saying no. You can use my pre, you know, preemptive message. <laughs> you can use my 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 preventative measures of just letting everybody know how hard no. it is. You know, you got you're on your family group chat. Make sure it's been a bad. It's been a tough year for me. And so, make sure that everybody understands. Say, if you're going to ask for something, don't come your way. Okay. So, okay. Here's where. It- I'm going to be the other half of this 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 two person mm-hmm. entity and offer an alternative. Sure, sure. So you want to buy presents for your family and people you care about. Be reasonable, A, with your budget. Create a budget, right? Um, and if you don't have time to savor those things, maybe minimize what you get them, right? Maybe scale down, get them something smaller. But, or maybe give them something. Or give them something at a later date when you can actually... Yo, let me tell you something. Miss Jerk Sauce, may I tell you this? People too beggy, beggy. You know what? I'm tired of it because... <laughs> you, and then, then they're ungrateful. So you buy something in a, your, in, in your, that in you your can budget, afford right? in your budget. You get a shirt... You send some some something down that you could afford that you think is nice, and you should see. Yo, know, people don't realize. You, you, I, I watch and I listen. Them tired. I watch all how, how they how when other people send them things when they took it out out of the barrel and when they look at it. What what them send me this for? Yo, where am I gonna? What what kind of foolishness them are send me? And that ungratefulness, I watched and I observed. Did you see the? Um, there was a video going around on Instagram mm-hmm. where my dude was like, 
listen, all of my people and my foreign, we don't want no more old navy, we don't want no more thing that are the Louis Vuitton we want. Send it come now. Are the big Mr. Awesome big brand name in my name. Mr. Me too. I want it too. Yeah. I don't know where you expect me to get it. I want it too. But that's the problem that we have. We have to be very much, much more conscious of the fact because yes, everybody is struggling, man. We all struggling across the board, home and abroad. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lack of recognition of that. And it's gotten to a point where people just don't have a better understanding of what, you know, you, you we have to be cognizant that everybody is struggling. And if people were more thoughtful about that, and we talked about this. This goes, you know, Caribbean money matters, you know, mm-hmm. mindset, money mindset, excuse me. Um, this is important for us to think about. We don't consider that when we talk into each other. So let me offer an alternative, right? Because everyone mm-hmm. may not be in a space where they can't afford it. Some people are in a space where they can afford it. And mm-hmm. so if you can afford to do so and you choose uh, to do course. so, by all by means, all means. Do you, right? Mm-hmm. Um but if you're not in that space right now and, and you're working towards yeah. getting to that space, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to to not splurge. It's okay right. to not put yourself into debt. It's okay to give someone a gift past the 25th. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. The best time to shop is not Black Friday. It is January yeah. because all them sweaters. I used to work retail mm-hmm. and... Right now, the sales are like 40% off. Mm-hmm. Nah, fam. Come January, all that shit is on clearance. It's yeah. on 60% off. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. they couldn't, they can't get it out the store fast enough because they're starting to sell you spring clothes and summer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there have been times where I've bought stuff off season and mailed gifts out in March. They, I, mean, see, I think that's a great strategy. Um, people can incorporate that. I am going to be letting people know that my strategy is tell people say it too, beggy beggy. I'm tired of them. I'm tired. No, no, no. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, too baggy, our, baggy. our mindset has to change. Mm-hmm. We are not working. People don't understand how hard it is. And not 90, like a big, a large percentage of us do not have the ability to shop for everybody in the family. And I feel like when the small amount of us come up, mm-hmm. And we're here and you're trying to establish yourself. Mm-hmm. We're not, you know, I'm not selfish to say I don't want to give back. Of course we all want to. But every little bit that you do, it's seen as if you're not doing enough. And even when you go extend yourself, people are always saying to them, you know, the ungratefulness sometimes that you get. And so we just have to, I think we just have to change the way we both look at the relationship between us up here and you down in the Caribbean. And as a family, how do we better, I mean, understand each other's place? I would love to support. If something, let's say, for instance, somebody is in an emergency. Somebody is sick, mm-hmm. right? Somebody needs school fee. D- those things, I feel we all should come together around, right? Mm-hmm. But I can't keep buying this and buying that and 50 this and 20 that and all this. Well, It becomes a problem at times. Sometimes I feel as if there's a lack of consideration of course. For the other individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the responsibility on the individual who's being asked to say, am I being helpful or am I being an enabler? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And so I, I just I want people to be comfortable to, to for us to get comfortable with saying no. And even if you're getting some bad responses from the family because you're doing it, just understand that at the end of the day, you have to do what's right for you. And you can find ways in which you can, you know, be helpful. I think my mother does it really well 
My mother has a set budget that she sets down and she says she's going to take care. Her responsibility, my mother said, mm -hmm. is uh, for grandma. Mm -hmm. So no matter rain, snow, sleet, hail, she's ensuring that grandma has a certain amount of dollars that's being sent to her monthly. Right. That's her responsibility. And maybe that's a way that we can start to look at things for people who actually need the help. Because mm -hmm. we do have some people down in Jamaica or in, in other islands. And other, right? yeah. Other islands that not none. That's true. But and, and, I, and I just live off of other people. One thing I had to shed for myself, because I had to take responsibility, I had to shed the the obligatory feeling that I have to get something for everyone. Because that shit is real. Yeah. Like... I at one point felt like I had to get something for everyone because, uh, nah, fam. Nah. And the guilt trip that sometimes you get. Oh, me used to take care of you when you was young, and and you used to we used to change your diaper, your pamper, all them things people used to tell you all the time to make you feel like say, well, you know, now that you get big, somehow they consider it so you get big. And no, you don't want to help nobody. And it's really not that. And I just, I just say like the conversation, and this is, even though we're, we're talking, I know we kind of got off the topic a little bit, but the important part of this thing is for us to change the way we think about each other Yeah. and our, like people think, and I just want everyone to understand, people think that because you come here, that all of a sudden life is peaches and cream and oh, everything I run man. good and no. we have our own struggles and sometimes it's not as bad as your struggle. Mansa, they've never experienced winter. Okay. <laughs> 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 that one word, winter. <laughs> winter. Okay. That's so true. Winter. And, and it's just it's just that. So I, I, I want folks to understand it needs to be a better communication process and boundaries have to be set mm -hmm. but feel feel empowered and don't feel guilty about saying no no is a one word sentence and it's a very it a powerful gift. one no period not no comma nah dot 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 no 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 period it's and feel okay in saying it you know empower yourself during this holiday season give yourself the gift of no Going back to what you were saying about shifting uh, the way we think about things, mm -hmm. um, you know, even shifting your perspective as what is considered a gift, right? So a gift may not be a pair of $125 sneakers, but a gift may be the fact that I paid your light bill two weeks ago. Mm. A gift may be oh, you needed X and it was an emergency and I took care of that for I you. I bought you some of the books for your school. I pay your, I pay your school I fee, pay your my school nigga. Fee. Like, or, you know, so, and and that's extending to relatives and friends abroad mm -hmm. and home right. in your circle, it's like true. up here in the mm -hmm. States. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> no one's exempt. Right. So, and that's so true. I mean, and that's just, I, it's a, such a good point to note. This is not just only for your people back home. It's also for your family here too. So give yourself the gift of no and, and redefine the way you think about what a gift is. Yeah. I, ha I was having a conversation with a very good girlfriend of mine. Shout out to Nurtured Life Resources. Um, she and I were conversing about how a lot of relationships are based on um, you know, an exchange, every mm -hmm. relationship, there's an exchange, there's a give, there's a take and, mm -hmm. and, and so on and so forth. And, and an ebb and flow of that exchange. But 
just because someone may not be able to give to you in the same way, meaning if I give you an iPhone, Mm -hmm. right? Your way of giving to me may not be giving me an iPhone. It may be putting gas in my car. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so everything doesn't always look the way you, what you give is not always how you're going to get back what you right, give. Cause right. you're always going to get something in return mm-hmm. when you give. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also being sure to give from a pure place, mm-hmm. which is why I stopped just making like this mass rosterless. Right. It's not that I don't love all of my friends. Um, it's not that I don't care about my friends and my family and people that are close to me. It's just that the gift that I may give them is probably not going to mean as much as something else that I may give them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, it, it, you know, for years, when people used to say, you know, I would never give any of my friends like a gift for Christmas. Like they don't get anything physical. But to me, my gift is the friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you are in trouble, you had beef. Who's going to be on the oh, side you the muscle? with you? Mansa's the muscle, y'all. Nah, nah not necessarily. <laughs> don't put me out there like that. <laughs> you the muscle. <laughs> no, but if- You the if, muscle friend. If, Everybody if, need that goon in their nah, nah, group. You know what I'm saying? But like, no, it's like if something goes going down, like, you know, <laughs> they know that you can reach out and call me. Oh, you the getaway if you driver. got, right. I'm, I'm going to ride with you. If you want my nasha, nasha right. fling like, out your clothes. I got you, right? <laughs> I'm the person to come pick you up like, damn, son, yo, you got, I got you for the next my few friends, weeks. My friends, this is going to sound real crazy, yeah. but my friends know I am not the friend to call mm-hmm. in an emergency. Call 911. <laughs> okay. No, And I say that in the space of don't, don't call me at 2 a.m. because I'm asleep. Right, but <laughs> my phone is- so you I'm know sweet. you have like that might be something that you can possibly give in your friendships, right? In terms of like just being there when needed. Oh yeah. In, in the toughest time, because I feel like sometimes it's good to give like those kinds of gifts that are physical gifts, right? You get like mm-hmm. a you know shirt or the, that's one thing. But like when I really need the help, yeah, it's not. And for me, friendships are based and built on that. It's not. It's about those moments. Yeah. When you're actually there. Yeah. And so for those individuals who are there during my toughest times, that's the greatest gift that you can give me. You don't need to give me anything else. But when I I need your help and I need your support, are you there? But then that causes a person to actually think for a second and make the distinction between needs and wants. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the, the gifts, air quotes, right, mm-hmm. implied that we receive during the holiday season are things that we want. And not necessarily things that we need. Mm. Or sometimes you'll get stuff that you actually need. Like now as an adult, when I receive gifts during the holidays and my parents give me a comforter set, oh my God, I flipped. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I needed a new comforter set. And now I don't have to go out and buy one. Right. I don't have to spend my money on that. I can spend my money on my costume for Trinidad mm-hmm. because this is now taken care of. This mm-hmm. need is taken care of. So I can now supply myself with my wants. Right. And you know, sometimes there are gonna get some you're gonna get some wants and some things. Of course. And so I, I feel people like, yeah, that's that's like in terms of you know your relationships, which you're you're getting your significant other. But what but it's based on like, your values though. I right. think your what you value as an individual mm-hmm. and, um, and and as you said comes into play. If we can really shift the way we think about things like that, that'd be important. Mm-hmm. And you know, just to also bring into the conversation out for surviving, not only it's also these interpersonal kind of situations that we get into with our family during the holiday. Mm-hmm. 
that uncle that you like you said you didn't like you know or like i don't know if it's your uncle just saying that uncle uh the rhetorical uncle that nobody likes that's always like the black sheep of the family um the fact that they're asking about your relationships listen when you're going to get married when you're going to have a kid when you're going to do that all the time yo i have a story about that yo (laughs) i don't think i'm ready to share that but i have a story about that but um, so I don't bring people around oh, like man, the holidays. I don't. I don't do that. Like the my family will probably see someone like after the wedding. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> never met her before. Never. Nah, fam. nah. My my family is like that. They, I mean, they're not like crazy about that. They don't ask too many questions, but I do know like that some of those things do come up. Like, what happened to the last? You know, that, that them kind so of things. That is so inappropriate. Yeah. Gosh. Um, I have, um, I always get asked, like, what's what's going on? What's right. going on in your love life? What you, what you doing? Right. Who you doing? And what's sometimes that? you got to learn how to maneuver that conversation. Because I'm like, look, look, we out here trying to trying to enjoy this oxtail. And you over here <laughs> asking me these personal questions. And then, you know, the crazy part is they be having family members who have no business asking you no relationship questions. Nothing. Now, auntie, you know what I said? This is your third marriage. Don't ask me nothing. Right? And you asking me some foolish question about what I'm doing with my life. What are you doing with your life? Listen, I get asked about grandchildren on a daily basis. And I'm just like, look, stop stressing out my uterus. Like, just stop. I could just, my uterus is getting stressed out. And you have to learn how to maneuver that. that those are some, and in those spaces, you have to kind of... Um, <laughs> Use some a certain level of grace and yeah, absolutely. learn how to, you know, kind of a- answer in a general way and reshift the focus of the conversation to something else. Because I think those are the the, the moments that can lead down wrong paths. Because you sometimes you just want to come there and just sit down and enjoy yourself. Meanwhile, they try to put a spotlight on you and your life and what's going on. In a Caribbean Christian household, boy, the Christian, yo, if you're not saved, boy, oh. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. What's going on? Why you're not back, you know, and let's say you run into a church sister and she hasn't seen seen you in church for a while. That's a yeah. That's well, you never been. You know, you need to come back. You know, cause you, you yeah, know, they're trying, they trying to tell you how to live your life. Of course, which is which is why um <clears throat> a lot of times when you know again when family members want to have certain personal conversations again I have not seen you in three hundred and sixty four days. So the last time I saw you was here. Right. But I'm good. I'm not talking to you. I'm not. Good. We don't. We don't speak outside of right, this setting, right, right. and it's it's no no bad blood or no right. tension or anything. But you're not on the inner circle. Right. I don't care. You might be on a WhatsApp group chat. Nah, you know what I mean? nah, not even that. I had they listen. I have some cousins who um set up a WhatsApp group chat for the family, mm-hmm. and after a few posts, like I, I was in there for like three weeks, and then I calmly exited out and then blocked everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn! What happened? What was the post in there? What was going on? There, there was a lot going on, but put it this way: there were just a lot of posts, and very rarely was there an actual conversation. Um, hi, good morning. Are you okay? Like, how were you today? Like, what's going on with you? So I kind of felt like they were pushing an agenda. 
and weren't really concerned about uh, establishing or reestablishing a relationship with me as adults. Because when I when we were kids, we were really close because I used mm-hmm. to go every summer. We used right, to play, right, right, whatever. Right, right, right. And it was great. Uh, but as we got older, you know, time passed mm-hmm. and the connections, right. you know, were disconnected and, right. and, and, you know, people grow into, right. into different, different directions. Yeah. Right. And so I was with it at first because I said, okay, this is family and, you know, yes, I'm, 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 tr- I'm making a concerted effort to connect with my relatives. After, like I said, after a few posts and nobody asked me how I was doing and I was having a challenging time, like during that time, no, mm-hmm. nobody was asking me how I was doing. So I didn't feel the familial love and concern that this this whole premise was built on. So I was mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm good. And I checked out. And the thing is, I wasn't checking out from everyone. I was just checking out from a few, but I knew if a few could access me, then they'll tell the others that I'm accessible. So I was like, nah. So I just kind of... Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes you got to make these ninja-like moves. I see. I see. Now, nah, we have a little family group chat that we use. And most of the times, it's like people sending you prayers. and You know what I mean? Them mm-hmm. kind, you know how they go. Yes, uh, they, a million of them posts of God, you know, God prayer type posts. Listen, I'm, verses. I, I, can, I always welcome a good prayer, but yeah, ask me how yeah, I'm doing. Yeah. No, but and that's the that's Ask the me if I've eaten today. Every ask me if I have while, gas we, to go to we work. We don't do that. And, I, you know, I think WhatsApp... It, it, I feel sometimes though, to me, those are positive messages, but it's like positive spam. <gasps> That's really what it is. And yes, that was a snort. Yeah, I, I know I'm gonna get some flashback <laughs> about that later. Yes, nah, that's fine, man. But now it's positive <laughs> spam. Like that's I'm like, yo, you can spam me with these with these Pot. biblical things all day, every day. But what really would but matter check in with me. is checking in. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Um, and you know what? I'm gonna take the responsibility because I haven't done it. Oh, and oh. I need to do that. Look no, 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 because I, I was following just the cue, right? And then, but I need to say, hey guys, how's everyone doing? And see who responds. So let me offer something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Shanice Star and shout out to the Postrup team and and Postrup community. There is a principle called A R A and A R I A, which stands for awareness, responsibility. Uh-huh. And being in action or awareness, responsibility and being in immediate action. So you are aware that you're getting positive spam and no one's checking in on you. Nobody's asking you how you're doing and making that personal connection. You're now taking responsibility in this moment. So now it's time for you to be in action and reach out and say, hey, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'll definitely do that. I mean, I, I do it on the sidelines, but I feel like we need to start do it in the group. a norm. Yeah, that everyone says every once a week, somebody just says, hey, how's everybody doing? How's everybody holding up? Because um, we, as we say, we have to be the the agents of change within our own families, within our own communities. Absolutely. Um, and so I can take responsibility. And even as as we, we, we wrap up today in our discussion around the holiday season, it 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 is something of saying yes we've talked about a whole slew of things today mm-hmm. but overall i think that one of the most important pieces of this is changing our way we think and taking responsibility for trying to make some of these changes you know um several themes came up yep redefining what a gift 
what constitutes a gift, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you know, protecting your well-being and your energy and your business right. for that matter mm -hmm. uh, at the dinner table. Right. Of course, I'm um, learning how to kind of navigate that those interpersonal relationships and those uh, key moments where you can lose it. One year I threatened my family. I told them I'm not coming. <laughs> right i threatened them i said listen you gotta pick one either thanksgiving or christmas but i'm not showing up to both so you mm -hmm. need to pick one i was that stressed out i used to get anxiety in october mm -hmm. for thanksgiving and then it would you know i knew it was going to carry into, into to christmas, christmas. yeah because... and, and so you make an important point we have to protect ourselves but also understand how to navigate and deal with that and if you take that we talked also about the the power of no yes and um as caribbeans i know we we always get the guilt trip a lot and we feel guilty because as especially if you're um in another country and you have family that's back home and you know a lot of people may have contributed to your growth and your development you feel that you owe people Listen. and it's fine to say but to know that look yes People helped you along the way, mm -hmm. but that you also can't help everybody and understanding that when you, if you don't truly have it, there's nothing to feel guilty about in saying no. You can't overextend yourself when you, you don't have You much. can't give something to somebody where you're not have. And you can't put yourself out the road and mm -hmm. out the door. Right. If you don't have and you can't secure mm -hmm. where your things are come from. True. So that no make no sense. You have to stop them. People have to stop them. Things. Right. Right. Definitely. And then, you know, um, checking in. I think it's uh, we, we we identify the fact that the holiday season is a time where people come together mm -hmm. um, to, to kind of have a physical check in. But we should be checking on each other throughout the entire year. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Also, checking in on your, your friends who are up here maybe by themselves. Oh, they so don't have family close by. Mm -hmm. This I used to invite friends who were, you know, in that situation over, right. come celebrate with me and my mom. It doesn't have to be just about me and my right. family. You are my family. You are so my true. friend. I do care about you. Come bring mm -hmm. the kids, do all that. Like Especially come. for folks who have kind of immigrated to this country. Maybe they don't got the papers ain't ready yet. And they, they, they just need a space to go to to celebrate around good mm -hmm. people, you know. <gasps> I just had an idea. Mm. I'm not ready to share with the what happened to your accent family. You, you take a yet? lot of stuff and they share it, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you you, in you due, put a lot out there in, in, due, time. in due time. Okay. In due time. We'll circle back to that. In due time. But I just had a thank you for saying that. And mm -hmm. that sparked a really good idea. Something that always comes up for me. I get really irritated. <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but I get irritated when I see a lot of these food drives and toy drives only around the holiday season. That irritates me. That's so true. Because people need to eat January. They mm -hmm. need to eat in February. They need right. to eat March, April, May, and June, July, mm -hmm. and August, and September, and right. October as well. So true. So they don't just need to eat November through December. And yeah. that pisses me off to yeah. no end. Interesting story. Um, I actually want to do some work with the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And um, and then also the uh, sorry, Ronald McDonald's house, excuse me, in Philly and then the Ronald McDonald house out here. Mm -hmm. And I've had a couple of conversations with them and they were like, listen, we don't need 
anything in terms of like toys and stuff like that. They said the holiday season is when everybody comes and does things. And I think that point was well taken. They were like, look, you know, best thing that you could do is probably do something outside of that window. And so, right. So we should be in a spirit of giving year round, year round, you know, and that should translate in, in, in the way we treat our family, how we, as we said, redefining gifts and stuff like that. And if we're going to be doing something like uh, outreach, start, let's not just wait till the holiday season to do something. I wonder if there are any Kwanzaa celebrations going on in the Caribbean. You know what? That's an interesting thing to look up. I have, I don't know if Kwanzaa, I haven't heard anybody in my family talk about it. Um, I wonder if it's touched the islands yet. I wish it did. I hope it does. Yeah. And if not, we bring it. In. So <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if not, we bring it. In. Um, so that's actually something for us to think about. How do we actually get something like Kwanzaa as part of the celebration um, down in the Caribbean? I think the principles, again, are something that everyone can support and they're positive and people can get get behind mm-hmm. uh the first day is umoja unity mm-hmm. who can't get behind you uni- well you know what that's a whole different yeah, conversation that's a whole, we, that's a different conversation. Yeah, it's a whole nother, yeah. overall mm-hmm. unity that's mm-hmm. a positive thing oh man i see a lot of um cooperative economics yeah. happening you know faith imani faith you know near purpose yeah. i mean there's a lot of these uh the virtues i think we all can get behind and i i hope that as we say, um, this acknowledgement that we are aware of something. Mm-hmm. Now we just probably have to put some things in action. We should probably plan, hopefully, for next year to see how we can make this connection to the Caribbean and do something, maybe specifically introducing Caribbeans to Kwanzaa. Because I think some, maybe sometimes a lot of people up here are aware of it, mm-hmm. but you know, maybe we just need to do find a way to introduce it more down the islands. It's something that we should think about. You okay. Know? Miss World 2019 is Jamaica. You know, said them can't talk to me now, right? I know. We got the <laughs> fastest people. You know, said <laughs> we're just big. Always, you can't always. Talk to she me probably going to get a holiday down there right now. They're <laughs> shut down the schools and the government for her. Yo. Man, let me tell you something. I saw that clip the other night. I was so excited. I was so proud. Mm-hmm. But I was even more excited to see Miss Nigeria's reaction, Miss Nigeria, the lady representing Nigeria, mm-hmm. her reaction to to when they called Miss Jamaica's name was bar none. So when I first saw the clip, I was at work on a conference call, not paying attention, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Scrolling through. So obviously it was on mute. And at first, when I saw everything pop off, based on her reaction, I thought she won. Right. I thought she was the winner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I had to go back and circle back and realize, like, she wasn't Miss Jamaica. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to highlight that. Congratulations to Miss Jamaica uh, for winning Miss World. Uh, We salute you. And... We want to give props and, and and big ups to Miss Nigeria just for showing um, that, you know, 
upholding and celebrating your fellow sister doesn't take anything away from mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was like my main takeaway. I was so happy to see another black woman support another black woman yeah. in her in her uh, accomplishments. Right. And her, her name is Tony Ann Singh. Um, and she did an excellent job. Um, seemed like uh, this year has been the year of black women. Yes. Of course, in terms of oh. redefining beauty. I think all four of the major beauty pageants have been black women. Miss Teen, mm -hmm. Miss America, right? Miss World, mm -hmm. and Miss Universe. Miss Universe, right? and that's uh, the young lady from South Africa. Yes. So it's been an incredible piece, man. And, and I'm glad that, of course, as part of that, our Caribbean heritage and culture has been properly represented and elevated in that discussion. What a way to close out a decade. Definitely, definitely. And so that is our segment. Carry pop. All right. And we're back. It's time for the project update. So for our listeners, uh, if you did not... If you do not recall what the project is, we implore you to go back and listen to episode one, two, and three, <laughs> where we announced that we are working on a project that we are giving ourselves 12 months to work on and accomplish. Mansa, you want to talk about what the project is? Of course. This is our citizenship. We are looking to get our dual citizenship for here in America, as well as in our Caribbean home of Jamaica. And so we've been going through this process over the last couple of probably like nice two two months, mm -hmm. um, and we've made some some progress. Uh, Jerk shows a little ahead of me, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I'm supposed to be. I let her go first, and I'll tell you where I'm currently at. Well. I decided that it was imperative that I showed up with my receipts, son, right? <laughs> People don't want to hear about what you're talking about. They want to see your receipts. <laughs> so I came through with my receipts to validate, okay? Mm -hmm. In hand, I got a copy of my birth certificate. I have a copy of the Government of Jamaica Ministry of National Security. I have the paperwork that goes along with it. When you're filing as a... Uh, an individual claiming citizenship by descent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that is filled out and completed in ink. I also have a copy of Mama Jerk Sauce's birth certificate. Mm. Papa Jerk Sauce already has gotten his warning notice to prepare his documents. Mm -hmm. So I am moving along the checklist. For sure, for sure. I have to go down to Georgia to pick up my things. And so um, I'll be able to probably have something more in January. But Jerk Sauce uh, wonderfully brought an extra copy of the uh, form for me to fill out. So I have that in hand. And um, of course, I think I should be ahead or caught up to the game in January. So this is looking really good. I really feel um, very happy about the progress you've been making. And I'm hoping to catch up and make sure I'm on par and have my receipts in hand next time. Bring your receipts. I want to see your receipts, Mansa. Facts. No long talking. Yeah, yeah, none of that, none of that. Not, not for twenty twenty. We ain't trying to hear no long talking. You know, come with your receipts. That's it's going to be year to receipts in twenty twenty. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it uh, for our check in, our project check in. Talk to y'all soon. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, um, we want you to connect with us. We want to connect with you. You can find us on 
what happened. Number two, your accent on IG. Again, that's what happened. And the number two, your accent on IG. Hit us up, DM us, you know, tag us and stuff. We want to know what's going on. We want to know what's on your mind. We want to know how are you celebrating your Christmas and or Kwanzaa, uh, what you got going on. Or maybe you might... uh, celebrate Hanukkah you listen anything's possible possible. you never know but we welcome all um we we don't exclude anyone there's only inclusion going on here of course of course representing for all our Caribbean family each and everywhere please check us out man I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and you know um this is really and enjoy your holidays because this is really for y'all man I hope that some of the messages you guys take and utilize during the holiday (laughs) season um and definitely one of our posts we're gonna outline kind of some really some of the more pertinent points important points that we think you need to gather from this conversation that we had today so shout out to y'all man enjoy the holiday season thank you take care peace